JD Token Sports, it is Friday, August 10th, 2018. Alright, I'm watching the Jet game right now. And the one thing I want to say is the game does not look too big for Mr. Sam Darnold. Well, first off, Teddy Bridger went 7 for 8. They got a touchdown. The Jets are up 17 nothing in the half. Todd Bowles has to be pretty happy with the first preseason game. And Charles Johnson actually got called for a push-off of uh, pass interference, and on the very next freaking play, Darnold has to roll out to his right and freaking drills one in for a touchdown. Very impressed. Game's not too big for him, man. I'll t- I saw some of Baker Mayfield throw yesterday, too. I'll tell you, Tyrod Taylor's going to have to play a hell of a preseason. I know, hey, listen, it's one game, but I talked to my buddy Harris, and he definitely said that the Giants were outplayed. Saquon Barkley, first carry, 39 yards, and then he, what, he go for four for 43? But first carry, he said, I hope that that's not his uh, longest carry as an NFL player. I think, dude, 28 inches, inch quads. I mean, he's just a big, big fucking boy, dude. A lot of, lot of pressure on him. A lot of, they're expecting a lot from him. Yankees are losing tonight, but they're on a four-game winning streak going into tonight. So, you know, they righted some of that ship. They're not going to win every damn game, but that's still pretty damn good. But, yes, yeah, Sam Darnold, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I'll tell you, I love freaking hard knocks. And I thought that was interesting. I think I talked about this. Was, you know, Tyra Taylor's like the first one in the building at five. And Hugh Jackson came to Baker Mayfield. He goes, what time do you get here? He goes, oh, well, you know, if practice starts, I get usually get at seven. And he goes, hey, it's, it's never too early to start. Good habits. And if there's one thing you can learn this year, Baker Mayfield, I mean, he's going to have a lot of talent. But if you want to stay in this league, you want to play a long time in this league, you've got to put the work in. So, pretty cool. And also... Just got the the so the Knicks and Nets are going to play the second game of the regular season. The open at home for the first time in four years. Nets will travel to Detroit. Uh, full schedule which includes LeBron's official Staples introduction. So Lakers taking the Rockets in their first home game October twentieth, and three Western Conference final rematches between the Rockets and Warriors. Oh, the first their first and three. James returns to Cleveland on November twenty first. It makes no sense. The Rockets stick And three Western Conference Finals rematches between the Rockets. Oh, then there's three. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, they open up with the Hawks on Wednesday, October 17th at 7.30 and play Kyrie Irving and the Celtics four times, two at home, two away, starting October 20th, which seems kind of weird. Shouldn't they play more games? Well, it's only 82 games this season. They have five nationally televised games. The Knicks and a game in London when they play the Wizards on January 17th, the th- Franchise's third ever UK game. So they're going to play the Bucks matinee game and MSG. They also play MLK Day against the Thunder, part of eight afternoon games of the Guards this season. Ooh, James comes to MSG for noon St. Patrick's Day tilt. And the defending NBA champion Warriors visit New York on October 26th. Tickets will be out of control. And Fisdale will return to Memphis against the team that fired him on November 25th. Oh, cool. So March 9th will also feature a Knicks-Rangers doubleheader at MSG with the Knicks tipping off at noon against the Kings before the Rangers take on the Devils that night. They'll play six games. That's a long homestand March 20th to April 1st. And they'll play a six-game road trip kicking off December 27th. Before you know, it's going to be fucking December 27th. Oh, Mets are up 4 nothing at the end of six. Zach Wheeler pitching well again. Uh, Nets road openers against the Pistons. They come back home to face the Knicks October 19th, 7.30. Jeremy Lin will turns with, returns with the Hawks and Trey Young. That's going to happen on December 16th. They host the Kings at 3.30 on MLK, MLK Day. 
It was season high nine game home home nine home games in December, the longest road trip of the year. Seven games in March. They have one ESPN game, February thirteenth against the Cavs. James and the Lakers come to Brooklyn December eighteenth. Okay, so also DeMar DeRozan's unlikely emotional return to Toronto after being traded for Kawhi Leonard. That's on February 22nd. And Leonard, the All-Stars return to San Antonio on January 3rd. So, hey, you know, hey, we got, you know, see, J.D. Talking Sports, we, get, we cover everything here. We cover all our bases. And Kawhi Leonard, I'm sorry, no, not Kawhi Leonard, uh, Khalil Mack, they're talking about where he's going to end up. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing here, man? It's just, that's just, that's just nuts. A little crazy, right? So the Yankees are in the process of a 20-game stretch. They're actually losing 9-1 right now in the top of the sixth. When I saw the Ted Williams documentary, which was pretty cool. Now, he is he, his mother was Mexican, which he never mentioned. But he's in this, he was two, two, two different times he, he saw mil, uh, military. Uh, but the second time, he actually saw combat. 39 missions. And this one time, his plane was uh, hit and he was afraid if he abort, if jumped out of the plane he was going to f- screw up his knees and he wouldn't be able to play baseball again so he basically skidded to a stop on the runway because his his uh, his stuff wouldn't come out his uh, wheels wouldn't come down and he survived that and so 456 days after not t- not uh, playing he comes t- they talk him into taking BP at Fenway and it looks like he was never away didn't have a good relationship with the press. One reporter came, one uh, completely left him off his his ballot, so he didn't win the MVP that year because of that. Didn't put him in first or tenth first through tenth place, all because of the relationship. The two years he won the triple crown twice and didn't win the MVP in either season. Hit two fifty four in his second last season. So his salary going his last season was one hundred twenty five. He said, "No, I didn't deserve that." So he got, took a pay cut pay cut of thirty five thousand dollars. Who would do that today? And he ends up having a very good last season. And the year where he hit 406, he came into the, the doubleheader, hitting 399. Like, it would have been round up to four. And he's like, I don't play that way. And he, for the first game doubleheader, he came up the hit. And the ump said, uh, listen, they're going to pitch to you today. They're not going to pitch around you. He ends up going for six for eight for the doubleheader and hits 406. It was pretty freaking. It, it was cool to watch. It was very cool. And then I was watching, uh, th- was it Thursday night? Uh they had the 2018 Dodgeball World Cup. It was on. It said ESPN Ocho, and then they were going to show Dodgeball after Dodgeball the movie afterwards. I was like, "That's pretty funny." I thought I, thought I was like imagining something, and it was an MSG. I said, "Is this really happening, or is this a joke?" And it was an American team, but yeah, it was it was the volleyball. And I always think of Hasselhoff, you know, in uh, in uh, Dodgeball. It was pretty funny. Yeah, crazy. And Phil Rivers says. Uh, you know, they said uh, he's a he, he wants to play a couple more years, but he says I don't have a number ahead. He goes, I laugh when I hear Drew Brady's already forty one. When I hear them say mid forties, I go, y- y'all can have that. I have no desire to go get to get there. One thing I am thankful about is I know what I'm going to be doing when I'm done. I'm going to be coaching high school football somewhere, maybe the very next season. I look at that. So he turns thirty seven this December. Yeah, uh, he said I'd like to uh, like to get into the new stadium. Could be, could it be four, four or five years? He goes, I don't know. 
I, I want to stay aware. So when it does become that, I'll know, and it's a two-sided deal, they'll have to want me to still be here when it gets to be that. I, listen, I think I want him. And, I, and, I, and then I read something about Sean McVay. He said about the networking with different coaches and different people from different uh, industries. He said, there's power in saying, I don't know, and let's figure out a way to collaborate together and find the best approach for our players and for our team. Unfortunately, in a situation where you have a lot of people you can lean on, if you're so fortunate to be surrounded by our coaching staff with a lot of veteran coaches that have done a great job, that have been through experiences that I just haven't been through. Pretty cool, right? Now, this is this was interesting. You know, Belichick, no bullshit, right? Listen to this. Before Moss got to New England, you know, uh, I read this in MMQB, was saying how, you know, he never thought he was uh, got by a raw ability. But, uh, you know, and uh, Albert Breer said, I didn't think he'd be a good fit with the Patriots. And I remember, you know, after he arrived, I was a Patriots beat writer at the time. No, I think this is Connor Orr, actually. And Belichick kept explaining how intelligent involved Moss was as a player. You know, so... Belichick and Josh McDaniels moved Moss around. It's very difficult to learn one receiver position in that offense. If you can get that all down, you're pretty sharp, and Moss was. So, you know, Moss always got, like, you know, raw ability. He's a smart fucking player. I've always heard he's a really smart guy. Now listen to this. The last time there wasn't a rookie quarterback starting in week one of a season was 2007. That was the year Jamarcus Russell went first overall. And I'll tell you, I still remember him in college when he beat Notre Dame in that Sugar Bowl, and I'll tell you, it did not turn out. That career did not turn out the way I thought it would. Now, this is pretty cool. Nathan Shepard has carried the words from, with him every step of the way from J. Clark Richardson Collegiate Secondary School to Simon Fraser University to Fort Hayes State and now to the Jets. Now, it was from his old coach in 2010 with the Ajax Pickering Dolphins Football Club in Ontario. This coach was named uh, Jeff Alstead. He said, the one thing I always installed, installed, instilled in my kids is that it's, and it's, and it's a tagline that I still use today. If it is to be, it's up to me. If it is up to me to be, if it, if it is to be, it's up to me. You know what? It, you know what? And that's something you got to take in life because you know what? I hear all these fucking people, you know, saying this, you can't put blame, you know, listen, if you don't like the way you look, like, I don't like the way I look, I fucking put in two work. Now, I got to be careful. I've been doing two workouts a day because I'm trying to do burn 41,000 calories this month. But I'm going to the lame shit. I've been doing two workouts a day. It's funny. My treadmill, after I read that thing about West Virginia, I try to see my treadmill only goes to 10 miles an hour. It's six minute miles. And so that's as fast as I go on it today. But 10, 10 miles per hour on a fucking treadmill is fast. And I'm watching The Future Man on freaking Amazon, which is great, on Hulu which is great because it's like 30 minutes episodes and it keeps you intrigued and then you, bam, you can shut it off. Oh, and Ballers, it starts on Sunday. I can't wait. And, uh, oh, and I want to see the KKK movie. That looks freaking awesome too with uh, Denzel's son. It's supposed to be great. And I love, I love me some Spike Lee. I am, I can't wait to see it. But uh, I love that saying, if it is to be, it's up to me. And I think that's what we all have to, you know, sometimes it is up to you. How bad do you want it? And not, not even how bad you want it. If you do want it, you have to, how bad are you willing to put the work in with everything? You can see Sam Donald's put the work in, and Baker Mayfield, maybe the coach needed to hear that. But how bad do you want this? Sometimes you have to make some sacrifices. You can't do things you want to do. You know, sometimes you can't go out. Maybe you have to stay in. You know, you have to eat better. You have to get to your sleep. You can't drink. You can't do shit. And it's with everything. I mean, people like, you know, everybody says they want to get in shape, but they really want to put the time in. It's continuity. It's sticking with it. It's, you know, working out the days you don't want to work out. I like that. You know, I really like that. I think that's a great thing.
I like that saying. I'm rooting for him this season. Nate Shepard, you're my man. Maybe I should get him on the show. I wonder, yeah, I'd like to hear his work. Yeah, like what he does for workouts, all that kind of stuff. Now, Judge, it's 11 games, including yesterday. Now, Stanton, since uh, Judge suffered his injury, four home runs in 50 at-bats. He hit a home run again last night. And the Sox, man, Sox actually lost the game, but the Sox are eight, what, 81 and 35? It's interesting. As of the, uh, as of, uh, as of yesterday, the Sox were 39 and 19 on the road, while the Yankees were 33 and 26 on the road. Yankees were 5 and 5 in their last 10. But hey, Severino got his first win since the All Star break. Now he was 14 and 2, now he's 15 and 5. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Iron fucking Eagle, man. I remember when he got, you know, he was just on, he was he was doing the updates on FAN. He works his ass off. He's the kind of guy, and I see how hard he works. He's a guy who, you know, he said, hey, I want, I, I want to get, I want to do something, you know, I want to keep improving. Now he does NFL, he does the Nets. He he works as he does bat. I mean, God bless him, man. He, he, everything he has is because of him. That's hard fucking work. That's what you have to be. How bad do you want it? How bad do you freaking want it? They talk about, you know, Bird. Greg Bird, man. 580 at-bats he's had in 200, 222. A lot of injuries. I don't know. I think, hey, listen. I think if whatchamacallit, if Bryce Howard, they're going to go after Bryce fucking Howard. I think it's going to happen. How about this? The Jets haven't had a return touchdown since 2012. It's from Rich Samini. Rookie running back Trent Cannon has a speed for the role, but the sixth-round pick from Virginia State muffed the punter in practice. And they're saying he might not be a reliable re- option at returner. The Jets also haven't had a defensive TD since 2013. Long time not to happen. And they ranked among the bottom five teams in the league in sacks each the last two seasons. And their last double edge, the last edge rusher with double digit sack totals was Calvin's pace in 2013. So you got Josh Martin, uh, Lorenzo Malden, who's r- really hasn't panned out. So the Jets. 211 yards to 60. 12 first downs to 1 over the... Wow. 211 to 60. 38 plays. 211 yards. 12 first downs to 1 for the for the Falcons. That is amazing. So I don't... I don't I think they're going to take him out. And Chapman's, they said, is having back problems since that 39-pitch game on Sunday where he they blew the lead. Yeah. So AJ Happ, two wins now. That's not bad. Since coming over, listen, I'm happy when they play when they play good ball like that. That makes me very happy. Very happy. Yeah, I'm, I, listen, it's preseason. I'm I'm excited, and LeBron and his new Lakers stuff. Stuttering John is a, supposedly Stern's coming off the new book, and so is Stuttering John, which I want to kind of read Stuttering John's book. Easy for you you to say, Stuttering. Easy for you to say, Stuttering John Melendez. That comes out October 16th. Kirk Cousins says, I'm getting old today. Today, a teammate said he didn't know who Cal Ripken Jr. is. What? <laughs> hey, man, we're all getting old. Oh, and you hear about this drunk woman who begging cops not to arrest her because she's pretty thoroughbred and white. She went to a good school. 
Yeah, and she goes, well, you're a cop. You understand, yeah. Yeah, I understand you need to go to fucking prison. You need to be arrested and get the dipshit. Ooh, Jets made a big play. Jets stuffing? Pretty freaking awesome. Darius Geis hurt his knee. Yeah, I didn't hear, but let me let me see Darius Geis. Yeah, well, you know, listen, everybody's talking he's going to be a beast. Tears ACL. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. MR revealed the rookie running back towards ACL, the team announced. He'll miss the 2018 season. And Manessa Gardner also towards ACL. Wow. He's six carries for 19 yards. A penalty wiped out the long run that ended with his injury. Oh, yeah. That's oof. That fucking sucks. There he is, guys. Over before it started. You know, that's, you know, listen, hey, same thing happened to Dalvin Cook last year, man. He got hurt. We never got to see him play. Crazy. Wow, that sucks. That really sucks. Wow, that sucks. And, and so, um, so, Aaron Hicks is only hitting 249, but he said, uh, uh, alt, uh, career high 20 freaking home runs and uh, run scored I forget how many runs scored he has but 20 home runs 53 RBIs so uh, yesterday so the, the Hicks hit a home run Andujar Walker hit two and Stanton hit one freaking great nice win for the yes and Mookie, Mookie Betts, first cycle of Major League Baseball this season. He's, he's having a freaking amazing year. And then this whole thing with Cam Newton. And so Cam went up to Kelvin Benjamin. And then Kelvin Benjamin wanted to talk to him. And they kind of tried to talk to him before the game. And they're giving him. Sh- There's a lot of Cam haters. But I, I saw, so I watched the video of it. I thought he did the BA. He said, let's talk about it. And, uh, you know, Kelvin Benjamin said if he had a more accurate quarterback, he would have uh, put a better number, you know. And I don't, you know, they're saying, well, who, who's he with now? He's got Josh. Josh Allen some good plays, but he got the goal. Nathan, uh, four picks. Peterman, and he got A.J. McCarron. I don't know why he thinks, what has he got better? He thinks he has better quarterback than Cam Newton now? Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. Stop. Stop. But I thought he's a bigger A. He went up to talk to him. He said, listen, you know, I, you got a beef. Let's talk about it. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was a way to handle it. You know, hey. Yeah, Mookie Betts. Yeah, uh, listen to this. So, Khalil Mack will be fined $814,000 for not showing up to camp before tonight's game. Whew. That was a typo. 814. Jesus Christ. How many years of that? How many sessions would I have to do to make that goddamn money? Gumbo Chef is in New Orleans. I'm so jealous. I so want a po' boy. I so want a po' boy. Yeah, the Space Force. They said it's going to be nerds with drones. How about this? So Yankees trainer Steve Donahue talked about he pulled a giant moth out of the ear of Major League Baseball umpire Bruce Dreckman. I was watching, so he, he went in and he was trying to get out with tweezer, and then he pulled this fucking moth, and then the ump was going. I was like, holy shit, the moth. So today I'm driving. I got to go train my client. And I leave my freaking, I, I leave my complex. I leave the complex, go down the hill, and there's a lady going, and she makes a turn. And I have to follow this fucking lady three miles. 
and she must be doing, and then I finally get next to her. If she, 95 would have been young. I don't know how the fuck this lady was. I mean, she was like this little cowering lady. And I was like, are you kidding me? How are you driving? And then, the, and then on the way home, we're way all waiting in the light. And this kid in this freaking sports cart cuts off everybody. And I was next to him. And I said, what if I got out of the car and just beat his fucking head in? And I looked over the kid. He's blasting rap music. And I just was like, dude. Re-. And I was about to say something. I was like, you know what? I just was like, really, asshole? So he cut off th- four or five cars. And then he still was caught in all the traffic. So he... He didn't save any time. I, w- I was like, man, that's when I wish I had a cop there. I would have pulled him over, given him like 50 points for being a fucking douchebag. Yeah, sorry. I'm swearing a lot today. So now the y- Yankees trail 9-2 in the bottom of the six. That's not, yeah, that game's over. But how about that? Uh, that that was a crazy freaking moth in his ear. I was like, oh, and how about this? Crispy, crunchy chicken is, is taking, th- they're going to, Whole fried chickens at 30 convenience stores in Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and New Orleans. Can you imagine that? Whole fried chickens. Makes me, doesn't that make me, that makes me think of, uh, that was in, uh, <laughs> that was in, uh, that was in Blues Brothers. And so toxic, toxic culture at Maryland. Maryland places multiple staffers on leave after reports of toxic culture and verbal abuse and program arise. And then, so some guy, uh, a guy was on vacation. You know, I want to get this right. The Wake Forest coach arrested Wake. Wake. Okay, there we go. Hold on a sec. Wake Forest, that's why. Okay, Wake Forest basketball. So there was a coach. Wake Forest assistant coach charged with assault in it. So Jameel Jones, he was an assistant coach. He's an assistant coach at Wake Forest. There was a tourist, tourist named Sander Zabo who, in a borough of Queens, so this guy Zabo was, I think, drunk, and he was knocking on doors, and he was punched in the head by Jamil Jones and hit his head on the pavement, knocked him unconscious, rushed to the hospital, died two days later. According to the police, Jones fled the scene in a white SUV. He was entering his second season as assistant coach under Danny Manning. So Zabo, a native of Boca Raton, Florida, was visiting New York for his stepsister's wedding. He, uh, the paper sources told the paper that Zabo was intoxicated and banging on cars outside his brother's hotel were looking for a ride that he had called. Jones allegedly punched Zabo after the victim banged on his car. According to the Post, the medical examiner's report will determine whether the punch led to Zabo's death and the charges against Jones could be upgraded. The statement, Wake Forest Athletic Department said, we have just been made aware of this matter and we are gathering information. We will make further statement after we learn more about this matter. Jesus Christ. So that's another reason why JD doesn't go crazy and just, you know, count to 10 and drive away. Because you know what? God forbid you punch somebody and you've hurt them. Look at this. This guy's drunk, banging on a window, and they fucking got hit, knocked unconscious, and dies two days later. And the worst thing was he drove away. Listen, you get into a fight. Jesus Christ. I mean, listen, sometimes a punch and they land weird, and that's all that happens. Oh, great. Jets just fumbled a punt return. Wonderful play. So, 
Jets don't have just gonna have to work on some special teams players, and that's the thing. Some plays like that can make or break you. Listen, you're up seventeen nothing at the half. The the Redskins were up seventeen nothing at the half. They gave up what twenty six unanswered points the second half. They lost the game yesterday to uh, the Patriots. Crazy. All right, I just wanted to do a quick show. I'm running out of fumes. Let's get to the trivia. Trivia, trivia, trivia. All right. Last show. Okay, this is a true-false question. All four California teams, the Raiders, the Chargers, Niners, and Rams, have made the playoffs in the same season. False. This has never, ever happened. Tonight's trivia question. Most doubles all-time in a season in Major League Baseball history. Most doubles all-time in a season in Major League Baseball history. All right, folks. The... Watch a little, and, and I think back, uh, first game is September 1st, which is kind of scary. It's like three weeks away, first college football. And we're less than a month away, less than a month away from freaking NFL football. Like, I think there's a count that I can find out. Yeah. How many days to first college football game? How many Days, days until football. Okay, that nah, just says no. How many days in the NFL? Twenty seven. <laughs> twenty seven days, twenty two hours, seven minutes, and twenty two seconds and counting. How about that? Huh? That's funny. That's funny. Uh, I'm using this one. That was funny. Yeah, I'm using that one. That's a keeper. That was funny. All right, so Jets actually recovered the ball, thank God. They didn't they muffed the punt and they got the ball back. And Sam Darnold is still No. Is Sam Darnold still in the field? Yeah. I kind of feel like I want to get him the fuck off the field. I feel like it's he's done his thing. Yeah, he's still out there. I'll tell you, he's got a nice freaking arm, man. Ooh, I don't like when he runs, though. He fumbled the ball. Up, oh, this is the down. Down by contact. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. Have a great night. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Go Jets. J-E-T-S.